Welcome to For Your Success with Katie Horner, an inspiring program about overcoming the I'm too small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. It's Katie, and this is my part one of my birthday celebration podcast episode in which I'm going to share with you the 10 quotes and the 10 books that have been most influential in the 40 years of my life. I can't tell you all of the feelings um, and emotions that have been part of my life these last few weeks as I've approached this big milestone birthday, turning 40, right? Um, now I'm old enough to not feel like I'm very old, (laughs) but, uh, I was trying to figure out what is something that I could share with you all on this special birthday occasion that would be beneficial to you, not just something else to clutter up your inbox or, um, waste your time as you're listening to this, making dinner or, um, running at the gym or whatever, but really be beneficial. And so I started thinking about the things that have had the biggest impact on me in my life. One of them is quotes. I I love quotes. I love those pithy sayings that are easy to remember and um, meaningful and deep. And I love reading. I love books. And it was very hard for me to narrow this list down to just 10 today. We may have to throw in some bonus ones there. Um, But then the other other two categories that I want to share in part two are are songs. Music has been an amazingly impactful uh, thing in my life. And through some of the best and the worst times of my life, music has had a huge impact. And so I want to share uh, in, in episode, the second part of this, part two, the songs that have had a big impact in my life. And then also talk about some of the biggest risks that I've taken in 40 years and how some of those have turned out. And so I hope that there will be things that you can gain from this. So grab your pen and pencil if you can or uh, come back and check the show notes out later uh, to, to write down what these are. But I'm going to share today 10 quotes that have been impactful for me and 10 books plus a couple of bonus ones. And then in part two, I'm going to talk about the music that has been impactful in my life and some of the biggest risks I've taken and how those turned out. So be sure you come back next week for that part two episode. So quotes. Uh, let's just start at the top with my grandfather, Kent Chapman. He would say over and over as I was growing up, God is not surprised. God is not surprised. And I can't tell you how many times of both joy and crisis when I remembered my grandpa looking around the table and saying, you know what? God is not surprised. And that little, those little four words um, speak to the sovereignty of God. It speaks to the care of God for his people. It speaks to trust and faith. And it has just been super instrumental in my life in both good times and bad. The second one um, was something that my dad said growing up is that if something is worth doing, it's worth doing wrong until you can do it right. And especially in today's world where everyone wants everything to be easy, this has been something that has stuck with me is that I, I may not get it right the first time, but if it's worth doing, then it's worth doing again and again and again until I can do it right. The third quote is by Theodore Roosevelt. This was one that I heard in my middle to upper elementary years. Um, 
speak softly and carry a big stick and you will go far. And this is technically, um, he was talking about foreign affairs when he said this. And yet, um, the way that I took it as a child was to, um, to speak softly, to be, have that authority when you speak and not have to yell to be able to get your point across. Uh, and that is something that also has come back on multiple occasions and given me guidance. The next quote is uh, by Felix Zayas. And uh, Felix is a cousin of mine who has served in the armed forces. And we were very, very close friends as cousins. He's one of the biggest blessings of my life. And when we were in college and I was going through a, a particularly difficult time, I remember uh, talking to my cousin on the phone and, and sharing with him some of what was going on. And his very wise response to me was, you know what, Katie? Emotions are there to help you live life, but they're not there to tell you what life to live. And uh, that has stuck with me over and over again uh, through the ups and downs of life, because especially um, I think as women, we tend to be a little bit more carried away by our emotions. And just to remember to rein my, rein my thinking back into the truth, right? The emotion is supposed to be the icing on the cake, not the cake itself. Emotions are there to help you live life, not to tell you what life to live. They're there to help you enjoy what you're enjoying. They're there to, to further the pleasure, to, to enhance the experience, not to be the experience. So focus on the truth. Don't let the emotions run the show. Um, number five, and I don't know who said this, uh, life's too short to be ordinary, right? You have one life. You have one precious life. What are you going to do with that? How are you going to stand out? How are you going to leave your handprint on the world and make a difference in the future generations? Life is too short to be ordinary. And that was one that I had even printed on my checks. You guys remember having checks that we wrote way back when? The very first checks that I ever got to, to design and order on my own the way I wanted them that weren't just bank checks, I had that quote printed on there. And um, it's still true. Life's too short to be ordinary. Then uh, the next one is by a pastor named Michael Schrenweiss, who during a very difficult time in our lives, uh, counseled my husband and I to just wake up every morning and take that next right step. And the, the feeling behind it or the counsel behind that was that you don't have to understand all that God is doing. You don't have to see the entire path ahead of you. You just have to take that next right step. And this is something that I have um, been teaching in the blog connection, teaching with my mastermind ladies, teaching every chance I get to be able to share with others. What is your next right step? You don't have to have it all figured out. You just need to know what is that next right step and confidently take it. The next quote um, was really important for my motivation when we started our business. And this one comes from Robert H. Schuler. And this says, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And I don't know where I first saw that quote, but it's one that has stuck with me and given me um, motivation and encouragement through all the ups and downs of uh, starting a business and bootstrapping a business and believing in ourselves when no one else was there to believe in us, that uh, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And just pushing forward, pushing forward. You are, it's, it's, not, it's not over till it's over. So keep going, right? Um, number eight, uh, 
Quote number eight was, is be the bigger person. And again, I don't know where this quote came from or who said it originally, but that be the bigger person in business, in life, um, you can choose the high ground. Sometimes that means forgiving. Sometimes that means giving over and above. Sometimes that means excellence beyond what is um, normal. Sometimes it's beyond what's expected. Sometimes it's kindness beyond what is normal or expected. Sometimes it is, um, you know, well, grace, right? Unmerited favor. Be the bigger person in every situation. If you have Christ in you as a business owner, you have what you need to be the bigger person in every situation. Quote number nine um, was hashtag actually listen for the rain. And this was, again, during a difficult season in our life and uh, ministry and business when the Lord was teaching me to look for his blessings. And the rain is a symbol of God's blessing. And that became sort of the word of the year, the phrase of the year even. Listen for the rain. But it's been impactful even beyond just that year that I chose it in that it reminds me constantly to be looking, actively looking for what God is doing and for where the blessings are coming from because he does give them. And then the final one, number 10, again, is another hashtag that we've also incorporated into our business that says you are never too small. Hashtag never too small. You hear this at the beginning of our podcast even. Never too small. Early on in our business, we reached out um, and proposed a collaboration with someone who was bigger than us in terms of business. Bigger audience, bigger email list, and that person declined to collaborate with us because we were too small. And man, that lit a fire under me. I said, I don't want anyone to ever hear from me that they are too small because that is simply not true. You are never too small to have an impact. You are never too small to make a difference. You are never too small to do what God has gifted you to do. Don't let anyone, don't stop at that. People may tell you that. Don't you believe it for a minute. You are never too small to do what God has called you to do. So those are the 10 quotes. And then I also want to share 10 of the books that have had the most impact on my life in my 40 years. I've always been an avid reader. I joke around and tell people that I was a, uh, a librarian in my first life, okay? I'm not a, not a Buddhist, um, but, but that's, that's just been my love of books ever since I could read, um, just consuming uh, as many books as I could. This year, 2019, I've read 52 books. And that's more than last year. It's more than the year before that. And uh, I, I just con- I just love reading and learning. And most of those have not been, most of those this year have been nonfiction. They have been how to better yourself, how to better your business type books. But anyway, the, the books that I've read, and this was very difficult to narrow down, as you could probably guess, um, for someone who loves books to come up with the top 10 that have had the biggest impact on you. And so... This is what I this is what I came up with. First one, obviously, Dr. Seuss. From the time I fir- heard the first Dr. Seuss book, I was in love. Um, in second grade, one of our big semester-long assignments was to write this poetry anthology, and I started with Dr. Seuss and I ended with Dr. Seuss, and I I envied Dr. Seuss. I wanted to be the next Dr. Seuss, and um, since that, that gave me my love for poetry. I've never stopped writing, and I've written volumes and volumes of poetry that's never been published. Um, Maybe someday it will be, but most of it due to the influence of Dr. Seuss, who, by the way, 
was influential before his time. Most of what he wrote was not accepted by the society of his day. Um, and some of it still is a little bit ahead of its time. But anyway, Dr. Seuss had a huge impact on my young life. Uh, the second one is Lois Gladys Leopard in the series about Mandy, a little girl from the mountains of Western North Carolina and all of the adventures that she had. I read through all, I think there's 40 some books in that series as a, a middle schooler, a upper elementary middle school. And I learned, I think I learned much of my manners and my ethics and even some of my respect for elders and treating other people well. A lot of that, I think I learned through that series. There was a lot of putting yourself in Mandy's shoes and a lot of seeing the world through her eyes and learning the lessons that she learned that was very impactful for me as a young girl. Um, the next one is uh, Jim Berg and his book, Changed Into His Image. This is a, a Bible study book. Uh, there's a book and there's also a study guide. There's a group discussion guide. Uh, I was privileged to be one of the first in one of the first groups that went through this book, I believe even before it was published. Uh, it was a homework assignment before I worked at a Christian camp as a teenager. And that book had the single greatest impact on my teen years. It was an in-depth evaluation of the soul with instructions for putting on the mind of Christ. And just like it says, changed into his image. It was a step-by-step -step guide for laying down self and putting on Christ. And it really had a huge impact on my life and my outlook um, going through those last teenage years and into college years. So then another one that had a really big impact on my young adult life was Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth um, and her book, Lies Women Believe and the Truth That Sets Them Free. She also has a Lies Young Women Believe, if you're unmarried, and there's uh, one written by her and a friend that's called Lies Young Girls Believe and the Truth That Sets Them Free. And that book was so powerful because it calls out the lies of the world, the lies of society, the lies of our culture and what it's feeding us. And then it answers it with the truth of God's word. This is the lie. This is the truth. This is what you do because of the truth. And it was, it was a very, very powerful read for me as a young adult and um, has also been one that I have led other young women through both in one-on-one -on -one Bible studies and in group Bible studies, even here on the mission field in Mexico have led groups of young women through the Spanish uh, Bible study of that. And it's just been so, so powerful in setting that groundwork for how do I, how do I recognize the world's lies? Well, you, you recognize it by, surrounding yourself with the truth by immersing yourself in the truth. That's how you're able to see when those lies pop out. And then you answer them with the truth. And the truth is what gives you the power to take action to break free. Um, very, very good book. I highly recommend it. And then um, also during my college years, I read Loving God with All Your Mind by Elizabeth George. And this one is another one talking about thinking on truth, letting your mind think about what is true about God and your life and grasp that moving towards God's purpose for your life and trusting God with all the things. Um, and that one was another one that was very influential. And then as a young mother, I read Grace for the Good Girl by Emily P. Freeman. 
And uh, Emily uh, now is one of the owners of Hope Writers. She's written several other books as well. But that grace for the good girl really hit me where I needed it at that time. Emily invites you to let go of your try hard life. Did you get that? The try hard life. Like if I just need to work harder, I can get this, right? And to realize that in Christ, we are free to receive from him the grace to do life rather than trying to constantly achieve life for him. And, you know, coming from a very strict religious uh, upbringing, that grace for the good girl really helped me see that it's not what I do. It's what he does through me. Uh, And very, very, very uh, liberating and grace-filled book, Grace for the Good Girl. Um, The next one is one that I read a couple of years ago by Melissa Radke. And this one is called Eat Cake, Be Brave. And this is Melissa's journey to find her sense of self-worth but it really helps you rightfully believe in yours. And this is when this is when I started doing some deep soul searching. And this sort of was a tipping point for me into um, figuring out more who I believe I am and how can I be brave in this thing that God has called me to do. Uh, the next book is a business book slash sales book slash historical biography slash fiction. It's just amazing possibly one of the best business books I have ever read. And this is called The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. Um, The story is amazing. The lessons it gives are powerful. It's one that I read now every year. I think I'm going through it now for the second time this year. Uh, But it's, it's just, it's just an amazing story. And, And it teaches you principles, biblical principles for doing business in the world and winning. And it's an amazing resource. Again, the author is Og Mandino. It doesn't look like much. You won't be impressed by the cover, but man, that story is one that you are gonna wanna read over and over and over and internalize and then export through your business. Um, Book number nine on the list is The Noticer by Andy Andrews. And the subtitle is, Sometimes All a Person Needs is a Little Perspective. This book was a a unique narrative blend of sort of fiction and allegory and inspiration. Um, Andy Andrews really helps you see how becoming a noticer really might help change your life. And and by becoming a noticer, it's it's all about perspective, right? It's, uh, you know, those people that always... You know, you look at it from the glass half full and they look at it from the glass half empty and one is always saying, yeah, but at least this didn't happen or yeah, but you could look at it this way, right? It's all about looking at it from the other perspective, about learning to see things from a different perspective. And that one had a a significant influence on the way I treat people in my life and in my business and was another one that I highly recommend. We actually gave them away at... Um, Andy sponsored some of our retreats and we've given his books away there. Uh, just, just an amazing resource, the noticer. All right. And then book number 10 is one that I just read this year. That's had a significant impact on our business and it's called company of one by Paul Jarvis. It, it sounds like maybe you're promoting egotisticalism or something like that. And maybe I just made up that word, but it's not promoting, you know, working solo because none of us can survive solo. This is not a solo life. You have to be in community if you're going to find success. But what it does talk about is working as a lean 
business. Some of us think we got to have all the tools and we got to have tons of VAs and people working for us. And I don't want to do that. So I'll just hire out one more thing, right? And it talks about really evaluating your business into what is necessary for what your goals are. What is your definition of success? And then how can you reach that and still have a business that you get to enjoy running rather than a business that runs you? And so again, Paul Jarvis, The Company of One has been a really, really impactful book for our business this year. And then there were so many others that sort of have honorable mention. One of my favorite devotionals ever is Streams in the Desert by L.B. Kalman. It incorporates a lot of poetry in with the devotional thoughts, and, and it, that one has been impactful in my life for more than 20 years. I, I constantly am coming back and picking it up, and it just seems like every day the devotional is just right on target. And of course it is because it's God's Word, and God's Word is you know, powerful and living and can touch our hearts at any moment that we open ourselves to it. So Streams in the Desert is a really good devotional if you're looking for one. Um, C.S. Lewis with his Chronicles of Narnia series, the allegory, just amazing. I love historical fiction. Uh, I read a lot of that growing up. So Gilbert Morris with the House of Winslow series. One of my own ancestors came over on one of the original boats from England to the New World. And so that was interesting to see one of those characters and names even pop up in that House of Winslow series by Gilbert Morris as a teenager. And then I also read as a teenager the Al Lacey series called Journeys of the Stranger, which uh, was a Wild West historical fiction series, but it had a lot of compassion and the hero was all about, of course, saving other people's lives and things like that. But it's very interesting in how the author Al Lacey weaved things in. And then I also love biblical fiction. I kind of went from historical fiction into the biblical historical fiction. Francine Rivers wrote the Lineage of Grace series about five women in the Bible. She wrote the Sons of Encouragement series about five men in the Bible. And she weaves in historical information for, from that time with the biblical accounts of those stories to sort of give you a bigger picture and a better understanding of what might have happened in their lives. And um, the lessons are just amazing. Then uh, Liz, Curtis, Liz Curtis Higgs writes historical fiction that are parallel stories to biblical stories. And some of those that I've enjoyed the most is the Here Burns My Candle series and the Lowlands of Scotland series. And then Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins wrote the Jesus Chronicles, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which again are historical biblical fiction where they're bringing in those, that, that information about the culture and the time uh, from, from other sources and blending that in with the biblical accounts uh, of these men. And then Jerry B. Jenkins also wrote one about the life of Saul called I, Saul. So there you are, my 10 favorite quotes, my 10 favorite books, and then also some bonus honorable mentions for you. I hope you enjoyed a little peek into some of the things that have shaped my life over the last 40 years. And I look forward in the next episode to sharing with you some of the music and some of the risks that have shaped my life as well and the lessons that we have learned from that. I would love to hear from you guys. If you'd like to leave us a review, leave me a comment. You can find me on social at Katie Horner. Give us a shout out with our either our hashtag handprint legacy or hashtag for your success. We'd love to hear from you. And if this was a blessing and an encouragement, if you found a new resource, let us know. You guys have a great day.
Thanks for listening to the For Your Success podcast with Katie Horner, presented by bloggingsuccessfully.com. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, visit www.foryoursuccesspodcast.com. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, just pay shipping at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.